Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and this morning, whoo, I've got some different news. So, writing life for me always can surprise me. And no matter how many notes I take and journals that um, I fill up, I'm always pleasantly surprised by what direction the Holy Spirit is leading me and the nudging of my friends who will plant this idea again in my head and I will just run with that one because I was like oh yeah I kind of do that thing (laughs) because maybe my busy life I forgot about that thing and I had my attentions elsewhere so let's talk about that so each year I produce some type of devotional with my nonfiction line And I will use the Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry name as my nonfiction name. And you guys know that I have a doctorate in Christian ministry and organizational leadership. And I've studied years within the framework of well-being. So positive psychology and well-being. So I did Happy Renewal Year, uh, Everyday Mom Challenge, Everyday Teacher Challenge, Fingerprint Curriculum from Homeschool Families, and then I did the Everyday Author Challenge last year. So my friend Ann, we were just talking and she said, so are you going to put your devotional out by the end of the year? And I was like, "Mm, well, I did have this idea once of doing an Everyday Relationship Challenge for couples and I kind of started on it and I never did anything with it so it was after Eli and I got married that I started to write this so this was like five years ago so then I was thinking back well what computer did I have five years ago it's no longer around in the house so that means that it has to be on Google Drive. And I honestly, guys, I did not remember how far I was in the manuscript. So I pulled up my Google Drives and just started typing in words in the search box. Relationship, couple, dating, um, list, everything. And I was like pulling out some really... Um, old novels of mine and just smiling because they popped up where um, when one of my computers crashed Eli was able to save the hard drive and 
I'm thankful that um, my computer husband knows how to do all of those things because those things saved books that I've written in the past. Um, especially, I was surprised to see Love Over Pizza sitting there because I thought I had lost that concept idea. Now, I didn't even look at that one yesterday, but I saw it on there, took pictures, screenshots of the, <laughs> of how I typed it in on my Google Drive. So that way, when I did get some uh, time over the holidays, I would be able to pull up that book, but it's completely changed drastically from what I remember the storyline going. But I still wanna see kind of like what I did with it. So anyway, and, and I have, like four other books on there. I was like, wow, there we go. I've got my ideas. It would be lovely to bring some rebirth into those. Um, those could be some projects that I could work on in 2021. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with all of those. So it was meant for me to get on that Google Drive. Let's just put it that way because it put some books on my radar that I'd forgotten that I actually had saved. Um, so I found the framework and you guys know that I love to create a template, stick with that template and then write within it. So I found the template of Everyday Mom Challenge and the Relationship Challenge had been started on there. So guys, I had like four pages. And I was like, well, that's not really like, what kind of start? That's the beginning. Like I wrote the opening letter, Dear Sisters in Christ. And then I had the first challenge, accepting the call. So I had like four pages and I was like, okay, so I can start there. So I went ahead and outlined the entire book because with nonfiction, I do spend time outlining chapters. I knew what my guiding Bible verse was. Um, it's Galatians 5, 22 through 24. And it is about the fruits of the spirit in a relationship. So each chapter is one of the fruits. So I broke that down, did the chapter headings, um, worked all of that. I did not work on any of the interior formatting. I just outlined the book and I got Bible verses for each guiding practice. Um, I have my journal set up, my spirit questions, because there is a way that I like to set up my devotionals. Um, these are going to have a song that you can listen to as a couple. Um, but I did something different. Instead of doing 30 days of challenges, within each fruit of the Spirit, I felt led to re restructure that. So there would be three per fruit of the Spirit. And so let's just say, for example, the first one is love, of course. And so, you know, I have three that, three challenges that they're fun, they're activities, they're things that you can do together to um, explore your relationship and also draw deeper with Jesus. And so, of course, with me, it is reading the Bible as a couple. When me and Eli do that, um, we read the book of Acts. When we do that together, it, it's a lovely side-by-side -side experience where we're reading the book, we're discussing it, and then we're watching the book of Acts on YouTube. And we're, you know, finding movies on Amazon Prime. And then we're discussing it and sharing, you know, our thoughts about the disciples and learning more about the disciples. 
And, you know, that strengthens not only our relationship with each other, but it strengthens our understanding about the love that God had for us and still has for us and the sacrifices that the disciples made. So that's an example of love is sacrifice. So definitely um, had to put Bible study in there as the beginning. So they're kind of structured that way. And then they start to scaffold some. And so the challenges are meant for couples to experience together. And um, I got far yesterday. Now, this was up in the boys' room watching football with them and decorating the tree and having a paint party um but i started working on it like at seven o'clock yesterday and around 4 30 ish i cut it off and i said okay that's all i can do for the day my eyes were like throbbing tired and i still had to switch over and do all the other things that we were going to do with the family so and cook my favorite meal um, ever. Now, liver and onions and rice and gravy. Now, that's my favorite meal. But this one is right with beside it. They are tied. And it is a Greek dish. And I absolutely love it. And so, um, so I had to go down and cook and, and all of that good stuff. So, I did work pretty much nonstop on this devotional. And my plan is to finish it up today when I get home from work. Now, Solomon has already called dibs he wants to finish watching the queen's gambit with me we're on episode four um absolutely love that show so i don't know if you guys have read the book yet or watched the series on netflix but my son has made a list of movies that he wants us to watch together before he goes back to the dorms and of course you know he comes first right now <laughs> in all of this busyness but but I know that they're about to spend a week with their dad. So when when they're gone, guys, I'm going to be locked away writing ferociously. Because this weekend, not only did I start that nonfiction, which I'm going to finish. I'm going to do the cover of that one so it can match the Everyday Mom Challenge. Because um, I already have those templates. I'm just going to change some of the flowers around and um, maybe do the hearts and do stuff like that. Um, but I do have the template for the Everyday Mom series, and I want it to be the same um, style. So I'm going to create that one. So Tish um, doesn't need to help me with that. But I started Love Over Pizza, and I wrote Chapter 1 um, in Pepper's point of view. And then Saturday, I wrote Chapter 2, then went back in and edited one and two because I have beta readers as I go. You know that. You know, I love that. And I had um, one of my sweet writing friends, Rachel, she gave me some great advice about it. So um, I left, I did leave some notes there um, and didn't clean them up yet because those are um, like some scene development pieces, like some of the setting and all of that. So I wanted to leave that there until. Um, I get through with my first draft so I didn't edit everything 100% but I did do some um, overhaul on it and I've ended up with four over 4,000 words so there it's like 2,200 for the first chapter um, 2,000 for the second chapter and I've made my um, 
what's it called? I've made my um, Jamboard, and in the Jamboard, I've um, not only put down what my um, word count is, but I've already outlined that whole book through just Pepper, though. I did not do um, Luca yet. And then I realized, wait, I got to do a POV switch. So I was working on that this weekend. So I did get those two chapters done. But I want that book done by the end of the year. So my goal is by, the, by January 1st to have a polished couples devotional ready to hit January 1st. So that means working on the cover, putting it up on pre-order, going ahead and getting it out there and talking about it, and then sending Love Over Pizza to my editor, which she also is going to have the Faye of Averly and Bad to the Bones. So she's going to have all three of those. Um, I did not get the grant. I got that news on Saturday, which is fine. I'm very happy to know that the money that is going to help support creatives that grant is there every year and I will be able to reapply next year so it's great that I did try that so that means the Faye of Averly is going to be done by me all by me and I'm going to get that going because um, I've already got it at its polished form enough I've done the five rounds of edits for that one so it needs Sally at this point um, and it's going to be ready to be released in March. So March 1st is going to be the Faye of Averly. And then I've got to get Tish on that one. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from the publishing company whether or not I'm going to receive a contract for publication of The Sunday Killer. So that one I'm just putting to the side right now because I've already submitted a full. So with that full manuscript out, I don't want to mess with that. So that project is kind of just waiting to be loved by someone and if it's not loved by this publishing company and they don't embrace it as one of their projects for their future then i will definitely continue to query and push this one out there until probably march and then that'll give me a three month um oh yeah april may june july yeah i will do at least by april um i'm looking at sunday killer being put on pre-order if it does not get picked up anywhere or I don't find an agent for it. But I am going to be doing that on the side as well. I'm going to still be sending out query letters and um, trying to work. You'll see, I've got, you'll see at two publishing companies, they requested fools. So I've got a children's book out there um, with a different publishing houses that really focus in on children's literature. And they produce outstanding illustrations. And I know I can't do, you'll see by myself. Um, and so I also have to worry about, wait, when am I going to have time to do My Fly Felix and Me? I've already got it edited. I've already got um, the first book set up for pre-order. It's done. But I'm going to do book two. I already have it. I just have to illustrate it. So I'm going to have to work on um, book direction and um, the behind the scenes of how do you read a book, which is a kindergarten skill, pre-K kindergarten, that students are tested on. So it's important that there's a book about that that can help teachers and homeschool families share about parts of a book. So that one is a part of my My Fly Felix and Me 
line that I'm going to get together. So I got to spend some time on that sometime. <laughs> but I think that that's going to be after I get the novel out. I think once I get Love Over Pizza out, then I think that is going to be my next project. Um, is working on the next book for my Fly Felix and, and drawing my little bugs. And just break away from novel writing. So thanks to Anne, you guys, I'm going to get ready to have this couple's book done. And um, I just love it how she just brought that up. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I remember that couple's book. And I've been wanting to do it for a while. It's just it kept getting put behind. Well, now I'm ready. And I was so engrossed in that yesterday. Just so full gung-ho in it and loving it. Loving how it's shaping up. I feel like, you know, maybe five years ago, it would not have been at this level. Um, I've worked with a lot of people since then. I've uh, coached a lot of people since then about relationships. So I was like, you know what? You know, all of those experiences coming to play right now are really helping me when I'm fixing the devotional. Now, the chapters are short, so it's like a devotional. It's got like the Bible verse. It's got, you know, quick reading very quick spirit questions that you reflect on journal questions challenges so it is it's just like my other devotionals so it's not meant to read as a novel so i'm really excited about the work that can be done within this book that can actually springboard into uh, great conversations that you can have with your spouse, with your partner. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that. And I'm hoping that it will bring people closer to Jesus and to one another and start to um, shape healthy relationships in Christ. So that's my promise to you guys is that each chapter that I'm doing, the focus is God and then couple. And it is all intertwined up in there. So I hope that you guys will love that one. So here we go. That's it for me. That's my weekend wrap up. That's what's been going on. And um, there's still some things on my list that I need to take care of. Like sending out my newsletter. My newsletter is going to not only have giveaways this month for Christmas. But it's also going to have three of my favorite short stories combined together in a document that you guys can have access to um and they're definitely not christmas there's a couple of horror in there but that's me right so if you guys follow my newsletter um you are going to be expecting to get that one um hopefully by the end of the week and then if you haven't signed up for my newsletter yet you can go to jenlowrywrites.com and sign up there or you could just email me jenlowrywrites at gmail.com and say, hey, I want to subscribe to your newsletter and I'll add you to my mailing list. Alright guys, I hope y'all have a blessed one. Happy Monday. We've got some events coming up this week and I will talk to you about them later. Okay, bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. 
Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.